I just pulled up this infographic that's talking about the ages of everybody in Game of Thrones. I mean, I guess, spoilers, skip ahead a little bit if you haven't caught up on Game of Thrones. For real, do skip ahead. Okay, so we've given them enough warning now. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at this tree that shows how Daenerys and Jon Snow are related. Me too. And this is like an official HBO infographic. Yep. And it also shows the ages, uh, the years that everybody was born and died. Theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, yeah. And so Daenerys was born in like 284. Jon Snow is a year older than her, born in 283. Ned Stark was born in 263. The thing that jumps out at me, though, Mike. Yes. So Rhaella Targaryen, Daenerys' mom, Mm -hmm. was born in 254 AC. I don't know what AC stands for. After... I don't... Whatever they're called. They're guy. They're sea guy. Yeah, they're sea guy. They got one. But Rhaegar... Yes. Who happens to be John's dad. John's dad. Apparently born 259 AC. Only five short years after his own mother. (laughs) (laughs) So she was five years old when she gave birth to him. Apparently. And his dad was 10. Look at that. Wait, his dad was only 10? Apparently, Eris was only 10. No, 244. He was 15. He was 15. Okay. Yeah. That at least, like... Right, 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 right. right. Fine. You're right. You, like 10 years older. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really messed up, if true. Right? Yeah. How does that even happen? I mean, I don't need you to explain the logistics here. <laughs> I did not know that, though. Concerning. That feels like that would be Guinness Book of World Records for, like, youngest mother ever. It does seem record-breaking. Unless. Is that supposed to be a point he's making? A point who's making? George R.R. Martin? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, unless a year in Game of Thrones is longer than an Earth year. Right. They might have different years, different planet. Yeah. Different continents, different cultures same sort of humans so maybe she was like with a yeah hey i just came in at the sentence maybe she was like 15 what's going on with you josh so we're talking about game of thrones okay you don't feel any need to explain yourself after that statement standalone it's just still pretty young 15 15 what are you talking about stop talking about 15 year old girls everybody else that has been listening knows where i'm coming from here that's actually a great point. I am learning to, you know, understand the context of a scenario before I, I spaz out at Josh as I do. So, Josh, I'm sorry. Uh, fill me in, please. So we're trying to figure out how old John Snow's grandmother was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Much. You know, that's 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 in line with the kind of things I think about too. Okay. So what do we land on? Who's his grandma? Rayella Targaryen. Here's a question. Yeah. I know you guys are good at. You know, setting things up professionally. So did you did you give spoiler warnings? We did. We, we did. did. I'm so proud of you guys. Two different ones. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, we we did an extended one. I don't know if it's like playing over somebody's loudspeakers and they have to like run to the stereo to hit the pause button. I don't know. Okay. We said, hey, like for real, don't listen. Okay. Oh shit. Also, assuming that they are Earth years, his grandmother was only twenty nine when Jon Snow was born. That's crazy are we just gossiping about That's these people what's happening <laughs> what do you mean earth years how did this theory come into place a lot of reddit well 
Yeah. <laughs> That's my only assumption because you missed my earlier revelation where apparently his grandmother was only five years old when giving birth to his dad. Oh, that doesn't seem possible. It doesn't. That's why we started talking about this. We were confused. Possibly a different planet. I think it makes sense to ask if the grandmother was a human on account of sometimes you can have humans who are given birth to non-humans. That's true. Maybe they can give birth to humans in five years. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's magic stuff going on. There's dragon blood flowing. Doesn't that kind of negate any sort of logic you guys try to apply? That there's magic? Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, it does. Yeah, I guess you're right. I would like to figure out how many Earth years are in a Game of Thrones year, though. This definitely seems like that question on The (laughs) Simpsons when they were asking the itchy and scratchy creators about the magic xylophone. And you guys are like, hold on. Something (laughs) doesn't make sense in this crazy story. This is not as specific, though. This is not like, oh, well, it says that she was giving birth on a Tuesday, but we all know that she took yoga on Tuesdays. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I still don't understand your argument. My argument is that if she was born in X year and somebody else was born in a different X year, wouldn't you think that this is something that probably should have been planned out a little bit? I think totally that's something that should be planned out, but this was basically just one dude inventing hundreds of people at his desk. (laughs) You think he only worked at her desk? I understand if he missed a detail or two. You might forget, yeah. Can you imagine everyone ragging on you to finish writing a book? Two books. Oh, it's got to suck. Two books? Yeah. I feel bad for him. Like, I I don't like it when people tell me to do anything, but if someone told me to write two books or if you die instead, we'll hate you more. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Didn't I give you guys joy? Oh, I'm sorry about the five-year-old mother, okay? I fucked that up. (laughs) Jesus. Let me live in peace. I got an HBO show and you guys won't even let me enjoy that. Yeah. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's busy. Doing whatever he wants. Hey, hey, you're listening to Instead of, the hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, Josh Harrison, and me, Dapanjani. Enjoy the episode. Hey, hey, since I guess we're saying that now. I always wanted I get to. Krusty the Clown? I is Krusty the Clown. You guys got that? I'm so proud of all of us. Yeah. Hey, hey, you want to try it? Hey. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Not oh, hey. <laughs> okay, start the show. Mike. The other day, I was over at my girlfriend's house. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. I think that's the first time I've heard you reference her as your girlfriend. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Josh, aren't you supposed to be like our memory vault? Yeah, I'm supposed to, which is why this strikes me as odd. I'm pretty sure we received a text from another one of our friends saying, so Mike has a girlfriend now. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) I like how our other friends behave exactly as immaturely (laughs) as we do in real life. Yes, I made the big announcement. I was at my girlfriend's house. Nice job. She has a cat. Hey, what's the cat's name? Ernie. That's a good name. He's so cute. Shout out to Ern. Short for Ernest Hemingway. Oh, Oh. that's nice. I love that guy. He was a big cat guy. He was a big cat guy. Only five toes on this one. Okay. But Ernie is such an affectionate cat. He's the doggest cat you could ever ask for. More dog than Zoe? More. I mean, he's very dog. More dog than Zach? Yeah, Zach is a really dog cat too. 
He might be just as dog as Zach. Guys, we all have dog cats in our lives. Dog cats are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hi, dog cats. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew that dog cats were so good? One of the best things about Ernie is that he'll just like crawl right up into your arms and like make you hold him like a baby <laughs> and like rock him like a little baby. That's nice. Nice. Like he crawled up in Amanda's arms and he was looking at her like she was the only thing in the world. Aww. Right? So cute. And I was like, you know what? As far as he knows, you're God. Mm. He's being cuddled by his own God right now. Wow. You make his food every day. You give him water. You take care of his entire life. And you cuddle him every night. Right, right, right. Allow me to interject here. Why would that be God and not just like a parent? Ooh. Uh. Deep cut Josh with the psychological probe. Here's why. Because Ernie's four. And in cat <laughs> years, he's, you know, in his mid, his no late idea. 20s. How old he is in his cat years? <laughs> late 20s? Dude, I can see your face. And you're just like, oh, what the hell is, is the it... cat calculation? That's what was going through your it's head. It's got to be somewhere in the, in the late 20s. Okay. He's too old to be cuddled by his parents. Wait, so he's our age. He's our age. He's underdeveloped, maybe. I don't know. I don't think that he thinks it's God. I, I'll go along with you on this ride if that's like a necessary it is. concession. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. He's God. She's God. I'm curious to see where we go with this, Mike, but yeah. we have to just real quickly address why, why is Josh so mad? <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just saying that like there are are more beings on this planet. I mean, I guess God isn't a being on the planet, depending on who you believe. But mm -hmm. there are many more people and animals and creatures out there that like feed and give water and cuddle and provide for and protect. Like this is not something, these are not character traits exclusive of God. But wait, Josh. Yes. What if uh -huh. God was one of us? <laughs> <laughs> Just a slob like one of us, it could happen. It well, could. not a slob, you know, uh, uh, a very giving, food and water giving, affectionate guy. I feel like it'd be really obvious which one was God. Yeah. <laughs> the stranger on the bus that's glowing. <laughs> that's God. To like really good person. Yes. Um, perhaps it's a species difference. Okay. In any case, what Amanda said was, wow, I miss God. You just made me realize I miss God. She misses her God. Any idea of a God, pretty comforting, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just get cuddled by the thing that feeds you and takes care of you. Sorry, pause. It is comforting, but the thought you just gave your girlfriend was the exact opposite thought. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it depends on your perspective. This is your perspective. <laughs> In any case, instead of cats, what do you want to be the God of? Love it. Great question. Anything. Hmm. Well, Josh clearly doesn't see himself in the role of God of Cats, so he's going to go another route, I imagine. A lot more responsibility than just, like, cuddling. Yeah. If you're taking on the God thing. Not necessarily. No? No. If I'm God, I let it be, and every once in a while, I'll pat you on the head. <laughs> I think that's all people are really looking for. A reassurance every so often. That's it. Makes for a happy life. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. God of people, then? I, don't, I can't be God of people. I mean, that's a big responsibility. Someone's got to do it. Also, it's like the single most egotistical thing <laughs> anyone would ever say. I remove myself from that statement. Okay. Not God of people. But don't you think that if you were, and you could prove it by 
walking on water and other David Blaine type things. What if David Blaine is God? You've had this thought for a while. You've just never said it out loud. It's a good thought, though. Like, I see the the logic there. Okay, so he can hold his breath real long. Yeah. Yeah. He can hold his breath real long. He does have kind of that, like, whole weird vibe. If he was the stranger on the bus, I would think, if someone said, which one of us is God on this bus? And I saw a guy just kind of swaying side to side, (laughs) holding his lungs. Barfing up a fish every so often. Staring dead-eyed at the woman next to him. Yeah. I'm like, he's probably God. Yeah. Probably. It's a good guess. But if I'm doing it better than David Blaine and I can prove it to the world, then like, don't you think that I could stop war? I mean, wouldn't you really be proving that you're just the best magician in the world? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I feel like God has more powers than just like magic tricks, though. So what else would you need to prove to yourself? Let's say you surpass David Blaine in every magical capacity. So now you know that you can do whatever he can do better. What's remaining to tell you that you're God? I mean, what are people looking for when they say, God, just give me a sign? I don't know. You're God. Mm. What are they looking for? You're also the interpreter. Skywriting? Yeah. Uh, An apple to fall on you? Okay. I mean, what if I do something more grandiose? What if I rearrange the constellations to spell out a message at night? Wow. What if I... stop. That's enough. What the (laughs) hell's the matter with you? (laughs) That'd be pretty good. Yeah, why do you think you need to do anything else? What does it say? God has an inferiority (laughs) complex? I'll do multiple things that are absolutely outrageously incredible it just says sorry (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys want to see next question mark (laughs) once i have people believing me then like i don't know most wars are fought over differing beliefs and a lot of that stems from religious like hey actually it was me actually that's a fair point but if you're god don't you have to answer all the questions that people are fighting over You're going to have to come to some conclusion. Your life is going to be a never-ending series of late-night TV interviews. (laughs) No, I would do a very limited AMA. (laughs) (laughs) I'm answering questions until 3 p.m. CST, and by the time everybody sees it, the time is over, and I've already said, hey, thanks, everybody, for checking in. This was a ton of fun. You asked some great questions. Keep enjoying the life I made for you. Okay, but in your infinite power, Uh are you able to answer every question that gets posted in that window? I am, but Reddit servers are going to go down, so it's just not going to really... You're limited by the servers. You're positive? I mean, I could fix it, but I don't know. There has to be some mystery left in the universe. It's really nice to know what Josh thinks it takes to break the servers of, you know, like the third or fourth biggest website in the world. I agree that the appearance of God would probably do it. But I really like that it's the appearance of Josh God. (laughs) No. My AMA would crush. (laughs) No, that is... Fuck you, Bill Gates. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a reference to me being something special. I'm saying that Reddit goes down every fucking day, it seems like. It does? Yeah, they're like the... You're right. They're one of the biggest websites ever, and their servers go down all the time. They have a snafu or two. I feel like I don't run into those issues. Really? Yeah, that's a pretty widely experienced thing, I think. So, okay, here's thing number one that there could be the next war about. The next war, for some reason, is Reddit versus some other company, and it could take down the digital infrastructure of the entire world. Okay. You, God, need to solve this problem. Okay. What do you do? Oh, man. Save the world, God. I make a wall of fire. 
You make a oh, wall, dude. Good Your start. first thing is a wall? <laughs> Great Haven't you start. been paying any attention for years? A firewall. Wait, a, a real firewall? No. A digital firewall. A digital firewall. Okay. That I'm just going to call a wall of fire because it sounds more biblical. That's true. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, and I will just prevent these sites from taking each other down. I will allow all traffic to pass through so they can communicate and they can learn from each other, but I won't allow them to carry their weapons through the wall. Interesting. And what what are their digital weapons then? Their words? Are you censoring them? I'm not censoring them. No, their their weapons are like, I don't know, DDoS and stuff. Okay, so they can't they can't do like hack attacks. Right. But you're fine with any conversation, no matter how hateful? Are you going to pick sort of one user to give your commandments to or anything? And again, just curious here how you lead. Uh, I'm a pretty laid back guy. <laughs> okay, you see what happens kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, little Petri dish. Are you enjoying the first slice <laughs> of responsibility as God? Because you sound <laughs> nervous already. I am a little nervous. Yeah. The other thing... I am worried about overcorrecting. Okay. <laughs> See, yeah, Old Testament God, same problem. Yeah. A little harsh. Because I feel like if I do just kind of sit back and let people do their thing, and then I figure it out from there, and then I try and fix things, I feel like it's going to turn into one of those... Do you remember that Malcolm in the Middle episode? I think it was like one of their cold opens where Hal sees that there's a broken light bulb and he's like, well, I'm going to fix that. So let me go into here and like grab the yeah. light bulbs. Oh, but they're on like a broken shelf. And oh, this this drawer squeaks. And he just like yeah. yes. keeps forgetting and he tries to fix everything, but he ends up fixing nothing. Uh-huh. Yep. That's how I would lead. <laughs> Dude, that's not a good way to lead. Okay. I'm not saying I'm a good leader. I'm saying that that's what would happen. I feel really bad, to be totally honest, in specific, if I'm David Blaine. This <laughs> is my guy who beat me. David Blaine's so organized, so thoughtful, so... He works so hard to I get know. every detail right. And Josh is just like, I'm going to basically fumble my way through the whole thing until time eternal. Humanity beta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What was your original question, Mike? What would you be God of? What would you be God of? I'll answer it real quick, since we probably have to end this segment. If I could be God of anything... I would be God of... Chips? Wrestling. Oh, no. There's too much responsibility on both. Both? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? Chips? You want to run the world's chip supply? That is so hard. You're not running the supply. You are, like, guiding them, and you are creating new flavors out of nothing. Dude, if I'm guiding them, it's literally the supply chain. You're the ultimate idea, man. So what? My job is flavor guy at Lay's? You, become a, you, you come up with a chip? And you incept it into a devotee's head. I thought we were talking about potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come up with a new potato chip. I see. You mean like insert it through their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Look, that's not the God I want to be. I don't want those responsibilities are not aligned to my benevolence. (laughs) Be the God you want to be. I'll be the God of, can you be the God of keeping it real? I think we're going to need one, aren't we? I'll be the guy to keeping it real. Anyone wants to keep it real, I'll hear you out. It's a no-judgment zone forever. Okay. We'll keep it real. A no-judgment God. I'm a no-judgment God. Do as you will. I'm a no-judgment God. Okay, I like that. Let's keep it real. Is that your commandment? Do as you will? Do as you will. Is that your one commandment? You only get one. No, no, no. If I had to have one commandment, it would be make sure you take care of yourself first. And then take care of others, because that'll help you take care of others better. Okay. That's a, that's a long commandment. Shut up! <laughs>
Your people have been just like going through decades of turmoil because of you, Josh Gott. <laughs> That's me keeping it real with you, Josh. You are ruining society and humanity for everybody with your existence as God. I haven't tried out my smite powers yet. Do you think they work over the internet here? Smite powers? You know smite powers? Do I get smite powers? I don't want to smite anyone. No, you're got to keeping it real. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't want to smite anyone. Smite. That's not keeping it real. I don't real. want to smite. Yeah. Josh. End this segment with your biggest smite punch. Like, what's your, what do they call it in Super Smash Bros when you have, like, your big move? Falcon punch in the an ultimate smash. Ulti- oh. well, yeah, it's an ultimate smash. Mike, no, you're right. But I think that's it's, a type of ultimate. No, no, no. Captain Falcons. Yeah, but I don't think actually Falcon punch. Anyway, we're getting too into Go this. Go on. Josh, what is your ultimate smash as god of people to end this segment? If I smote Tappen, that would kind of be the end all be all. You would kill me? Smite only Tappen. Dude, yeah. what the hell? Hey. <laughs> then no one would keep it real? That's what you want? I'm going to try this out. You're going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep it real, buddy. We are going to fight. <laughs> the religious war you didn't want is now on your hands. God fight. <laughs> God fight. Boom. Damn it. Quick update for both of you cool yeah did you like how i said that quick update for both of you quick update (laughs) yeah because sometimes it's only for mike and i feel a little left out this one is specifically for mike but i was gonna tell you both in a way that included josh because i had this feeling that he was feeling neglected so i hear you josh even when you're not saying what bothers you oh that's nice Nice Mr. Rogers moment. I'm there for for this group. Anyway, listen up. Speaking of things that this group does, we do a podcast together, remember? Yep. Yes. Are you acutely aware of it because we're talking about that podcast as we are on that podcast? Into a microphone. What do people say? Feel your tongue? Feel People say feel your tongue? Isn't, aren't you weirded out now? Feel your tongue, Mike. Yeah. Or are you breathing at the right speed? Am I breathing at the right speed? I don't like the judgment. Right speed. <laughs> Mike's initially going to be like, 30 miles an hour? I don't like this at all. I don't want to think about my tongue. What's the nostril speed? Don't. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The nostrils. Okay, okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. But update because of this podcast. Remember how Mike and Ryan, our podcast listener, quick shout out, Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. We're going to have a contest of video games. Yes. Yes. Did that happen? We're working on it. We're, we're, we have a March date <laughs> i think this is this a new development because i saw ryan on friday you did that was a quick update for i didn't you. see him yeah i saw him he was in the city and he was ready to rumble and yeah. he was yeah. mad yeah he yeah. never really said it but it sounds like he kind of punked out mike <gasps> we uh well <laughs> we had a group uh video chat a few weeks ago and uh i believe we made some loose loose plans so there's updates from you too yeah I ended up making other plans because I forgot. So you ran away from the fight. There was no follow. Well, I forgot. I didn't run away. I forgot. But yeah, we we uh, we didn't play video games yet. But in Ryan's general happiness of being in the city, we had a good hang. Nice. He has extended the deadline up to you. He's just saying all he wants to do is oh, prove himself. Okay. He wants to prove himself. He's ready anytime. Okay. So now that confidence game that we were having... I feel like I've lost ground. A little bit. A little bit. Now he's sort of just put it on me. And you know how you lost ground? How? You ran away from the fight, Mike. I didn't (laughs) run away from the fight. I went and played a different game. Okay, okay, okay. You didn't run away from the fight. I played a different game. Do you think that if somebody's nervous about playing in the Super Bowl and they're like, "Uh, I'm going to play some pickup hoops, 
Like, <laughs> it's not okay. That's true. That's a good point. This is Josh's halftime speech at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know some of you are nervous, but don't you go playing pickup hoops. <laughs> I didn't show up, I guess. I. <sighs> it doesn't matter. The, the deadline didn't has been realize. extended. Yeah. You have a chance to re-energize. Again, you're setting the terms, the location. Really, the ball is in your court. Okay. So maybe we are playing hoops. But I ran into Ryan on Friday, which is transition. The day that I was walking around a lot of this beautiful city of Chicago, and I ended up in the South Loop, kind of like the deep South Loop, close to McCormick Place, if anyone is familiar with the geography of the city. Mm-hmm. And The deep South Loop. The deep South Loop. Don't you like that? <laughs> Never heard it called that. No one has, I don't think. New sentence. Yeah. But I walked past a place called the Teapot Brew Bakery. Teapot Brew Bakery. Yeah. I know that. And I was feeling myself some breakfast. Oh. So I said, why not? I went in. You know how I do that? I go in places? You do. You do. You go in places. And that's, uh, I love it. I met these two awesome women who opened that store. They've had it for five months, and it's beautiful. High recommend to anyone who wants to go. I had mini waffles, a chocolate donut, and coffee from a cup that said coffee. Hey, very nice. It was nice. Descriptive. And they were super cool. Like, they just were really creating an atmosphere of joy. And if you guys want any examples, when I was sitting there, and you know I don't really drink coffee, but I was kind of enjoying the moment. It could be a festive kind of... It was. It was a festive coffee. Sure. As I was doing that, people were coming in and out of the store, and these ladies were greeting everyone like they were family. It was amazing. By name? A lot of people by name, a lot of people by like updates on how things have been going for them, how things are going for the store. Oh, that's very nice. On multiple occasions, I saw them leave the counter and hug the customer because like there was love there. Wow. I know. A hugging store. It was so rad. And all of this in just five months. How long do you think it takes? Like if you went back tomorrow, do you think they would give you a hug? I honestly think they might because we had a wonderful little interaction and I also loved their food. I, I get how people like talking to them so much. They're very welcoming. Nice. Mike, do you want to see their picture? Sure. Like, I was just taking a picture of the cafe. Yeah. And look at this happy little smile. Yeah, let's see them. Look at that. That's a nice mini waffle. That's too many waffles. That's with a nice don't Describe. This doesn't work. I'm not there. It's a, well, it's, it's a small waffle stacked on top of another waffle. Another small waffle. How big? Compare. What is something similar in size? <laughs> uh, I don't... A donut. It's about the size of a donut. That's the only other thing in the picture. Like a regular donut? That's the size of like an Eggo waffle. (laughs) It's not a waffle comparison. That's really funny. It is exactly the size of an Eggo waffle. Thicker, though. Okay. You know what's weird? The first place my head went was, hey, Josh, you know those 3.5-inch floppy disks? Yes. Not the big ones, but the small ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were more circular, this waffle is a little bit like yes. that. Yeah. Okay. But the waffle's slightly bigger. But here, Mike, check this out. This is the store. They have oh. honeycomb tile patterns. And look at how friendly. Oh, so friendly. Yeah. They're even waving to you in the photo. Hi. 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 That's the kind of store that I'm looking for. Imagine someone waving to you in a picture. Okay. Yeah. That's what the store is. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty pretty spot on description, Mike. I can't I can't take that away. But listen to this: instead of this wonderful story of Teapot Brew Bakery, if your small business just turned five months old, tell us what it is and tell us how it's going. So, do I get to make up what my startup is, what my new business is? Of course, man. Okay, I have a good idea. Do you? I think so. Also, I love the implication that Josh's idea is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Here we go. 
Welcome to Mike Pogart's Magic Store. <laughs> okay. Here Wait, we... Magic Store or Mike... Magic Store? Magic Store. So the store itself is magic. It's a magic store. That's Wait, no, thing. that's what I'm asking you. Well, that's our whole brand. Your whole brand is confusing the customer. <laughs> Do we know, is it magic or not? Okay. So you go in, and there's a lot of magical tricks to buy. One out of every 20 works. <laughs> <laughs> you have a 95% defect rate? But that's the charm. Is like, is What's it magic or not? This is how one-star reviews it's happen. It's like how you sell loot packs, but like we just have it oh. in terms of magic tricks at your store. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah, 5% of our tricks are real magic. You know what you've really brought to light is getting scammed through a video game feels way more okay than getting scammed in real life. That's why we have so much fun at our store. <laughs> Scamming people. <laughs> is the price lower to compensate knowing that people on average will you know, need to spend 20 times the amount? Yeah, we got the cheapest magic tricks in town by... <laughs> A hundred percent. No, Mike. That's the one number you can't use. (laughs) By 95%. That's better. Yeah, that's the perfect number. We're selling those finger traps. (laughs) Wait, how how are most of those not going to (laughs) work? You're selling broken finger traps? They pull right apart. (laughs) Mike just did it in real life, and just both of his fingers really went as far apart as they would if the Chinese finger trap exploded. Exactly. 99 of 100 don't work. That was great verisimilitude. Thank you. Yeah, that's my idea. I love it. Josh? (laughs) I don't know that I would shop there. So how is it going? That was the question. How is it going five months in? Oh, yeah. How's it going? It's going great. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So people are responding positively to this. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm a video game model. Wow. Who's your best customer? Uh, Peter Parker, <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man is your best customer. He needs divergence. Uh, no, it's not Peter Parker. It's probably uh, I mean, I would go to this. This is really a store for me. You can't shop your own store. Then you would, you would have scammed yourself, dude. I love loot packs. I love loot packing. I love opening packs. I you love. You love scamming people more than you love loot packs. I thought you're supposed to do something you love, you're passionate about. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Okay, so five months in, are you bankrupt? Is it over? You bought all of your own supply at a guaranteed loss. I'm not doing well. <laughs> I'm of not course doing you're not well. doing well. I've really kind of... Uh... Yeah, I've I've really. The only thing you've gained is five percent of your purchases. Do you know how many packs I opened though? (laughs) I got so much adrenaline each time. Okay, Josh, listen to me. Yeah, not a high bar, not a high bar to cross for your store to be doing a little bit better than Mike's Magic Shop. (laughs) Here's what I got: Mike Bogart's Magic Store. Right. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Where Mike Bogart transforms into a homeless man before your very eyes. (laughs) So I saw Captain Marvel last week. Oh, hey, cool. nice. How was it? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, nice. It's kind of like an '80s movie with like that. cool effects, and also '90s, a pretty dramatic Jude Law all the way through. Yeah, '90s movie, '90s movie. And so I was reading a lot of the discourse online about this movie, which might have been a mistake. Mm, sure, usually is. Yeah, and so I just couldn't stop thinking about how everybody thinks they know how to make a good movie. Ooh, okay. Every critic of movies thinks that they could make something better. 
Is that true? Sorry, I have to interrupt you here. I think it's not necessary for a critic to think they can make a good movie. I think they think they can evaluate what makes a good movie. So I'm not talking critics in like the Ebert sense of the word. Oh, who are you talking about? Armchair. Critics. I'm talking about like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the kids on Reddit pre-Firewall that are like, uh, no, this should have happened to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. In the new Star Wars. Okay. So you don't like that. Well, I saw a financial opportunity is what I saw. Okay. You did? Say more. <laughs> so my store will basically take your idea and generate through machine learning and artificial intelligence and a bunch of other industry buzzwords an alternate cut of the movie with your desired change. Wow. Okay. And then you get to see if you're right or not. And the thing is, five months in, I'm doing okay. My business had a great initial boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people realized that they didn't actually know any better. And that was the problem. My movie's worse. Yeah, really. Your business is intended, if successful, to make people feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and taken money from. But I'm guessing when Star Wars 9 comes out this year, it's going to happen all over again and it'll have a, another big boom. I'm guessing my business is going to be kind of feast or famine. Do you have enough time between now and Star Wars 9? Is that what we're calling it? Star Wars 9? That sounds crazy. I don't think there's a name of it yet. Guys, did you know we missed Now That's What I Call 69? <laughs> I didn't miss that. You brought that up? Twitter was a buzz. Oh, why didn't you bring it up, dude? Then we missed it. I didn't okay, Josh, know that. All for one, okay. one for all. All Damn for it. now 69. <laughs> <laughs> what songs were on it? I don't know, but they seemed like they were just from three or four months ago. So we just missed it. They're probably on now 83 by now. Uh, <laughs> let me see what was on this uh, track listing. Breathing by Ariana Grande. Yeah. Grande. 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 <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, we've got some marshmallow. We've got some... Wait, hang on. I don't want to detract from your business idea. Yeah, sorry. So five months in, yeah. you have... Now that's what I call 69 playing in your store. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> things were going well when you had the money to buy this album, but now it's petered out, so it actually makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. What are you going to do, man? Tomorrow's a new business day. You're walking into... What's this place called? Uh... Now that's what I call a good movie. Okay, oh. actually, now that's what I call a good movie. It's actually a perfect name for this, so <laughs> okay. I kind of applaud you on it. You're five months in, you're realizing this is a problematic business plan to make people really not happy with their own creativity <laughs> and not let their imaginations flourish. So what are you going to do? I'll probably open new business lines and start supporting television, podcasts, video games, books. But will this solve your big problem? Won't people just now feel bad in different mediums? Probably, but by that point, I'll have made enough money that I can exit the business. You're such an asshole. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're like the critic who thinks he knows better for everybody. <laughs> Spreading discontent across all media. What do you think people wish our podcast did? Oh. Instead of being instead of? I mean... <laughs> yeah, instead of being instead of, what do you think they would change about our podcast? We've gotten a lot of comments about having no female point of view representation on this, yeah. except for when we explicitly call it out. We could probably be better about that. Yeah. Okay. Josh, you sound sad about that, dude. That's going to really hurt us in the modern day. <laughs> you need to catch up to the times. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, so that... So maybe... Maybe it's just movies, because that, I agree, would make our show better. 
Okay. I don't think that would be a disappointment. I think people would be like, wow, I, I did right. Let me try and fix the Avengers. I'm a little pissed off that you thought I was going to come up with a bad idea for our own show. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cool it. <laughs> I'm going to decelerate, and we shall move forward. So you guys, uh, both your businesses failed? Yeah. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Mine did. <laughs> well, all right. If you make it to six months, we'll celebrate. Yeah, I'm I'm in the the fallow months right now. Fallow. What does months? that mean? Ugh. <laughs> Wait, I really don't know. What does fallow mean? I don't know. It's like I'm in the shitty months of my business. I just gotta wait until the summer blockbusters start hitting, and the super fans are like, "Okay, now I'm gonna come in because I know how to make." Is there a new Twilight movie coming out better? Uh, dude, you are so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible business owner. <laughs> My business is fixing your business here on out. <laughs> Consulting Josh. That's what I'll be the LLC. I feel like that would be pretty successful for you. Nice. There's a lot of work to be done. All right, buddy. I'll help you out. <laughs> we'll check in in five months. Quick update. If you recall a couple weeks, maybe a month ago, I had filled you in on what was happening in Florida where Mayor Dale Mossad was arrested... <laughs> The shootout. Yeah, shootout and practicing medicine without a license. That whole thing. Mayor Dale. Mm -hmm. Succeeded by Mayor Terrence Rowe. Oh. Hey, Terry Rowe. Good boxer name. Yeah. Yeah. He's now in jail also, though. Oh, no. (laughs) What did he do? Second mayor in town to be arrested in 20 days. Crap. Wow. Arrested (laughs) on charges of obstruction of justice, conspiracy to commit obstruction of justice, and didn't know this was a crime, use of a two-way communication device. A walkie-talkie? Yeah. I guess. It's a crime to use a walkie-talkie? What happened? I don't know. It says that he was using it to facilitate the commission of a crime, so... I didn't know that. Dude, cool. That's a pretty cool way to speak. (laughs) That's a great way to commit a crime. No one's recording anything. That makes total sense. Why don't more people, yeah, why don't more criminals use walkie-talkies? Apparently it's a crime. But they're criminals. Yeah. I don't know. He got two counts of that. Two counts of unlawful use of a two-way communication device. Do you guys think it was two channels or two different (laughs) devices that he was talking with people on? Oh, man. This is my work walkie-talkie and this is my social (laughs) walkie-talkie. I obstruct justice with both. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they are related. Agents said the allegations against Roe are tied to the allegations against Mossad. Oh, man. That makes sense. But he did not say how. It's related, but it's an offshoot. Mm. So I just, I don't know. I feel like this this town needs some good. Yes. So Seems like it. Let's put both of you guys up for uh, mayor. Hey! So what are your platforms... What are you going to do and say in your opening debate? Actually, let's just do this. You guys are on our debate stage, and I'm throwing a question. All right. For mayor of uh, what again? (laughs) What are we, mayor? Uh, It's the mayor of Port Ritchie, Florida. Port Ritchie, Florida. Yeah. Port Ritchie, Florida. Got it. Yeah. Sounds like me. So candidate Bogart, candidate Johnny, thank you for joining. Wow. You're welcome. How official. Yeah, as you know, our home has had a little bit of turmoil lately. And so I just want to know, like, in your first 100 days in office, what are you going to do to turn the tide? Uh, Let's start with you, uh, candidate Johnny. Uh, Thank you very much to the people of Port Ritchie and to you, moderator Harrison. Can we just make eye contact the entire time? I'll make eye contact with you. I'm not scared of you. And I want everyone in Port Ritchie to know that. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the reason I'm not scared of you, by the way, everybody, is because I remember the name of the town I'm running for mayor of. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? You didn't even know it was called Port Ritchie. That's what I mean by that. <laughs> is that on the record? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to read the transcript back? No. Wait, wait, wait. It is my time. I would like to use it very quickly. How much time do I have left? Like five seconds? I'll, I'll let you know. It's easy. Here's the platform. 100 days of partying. Hashtag 100 days of partying. Hashtag 100 days of partying. Mayor Dupanjani. Hashtag 100 days of partying. Wow. Okay. Uh, listen, I love parties just as much <laughs> as the next guy. Uh, you're invited. If you drop out of the race right now, you're invited. So, like, really, there's no losing. You vote for me, you vote for him. The worst you get, a fucking hundred day party. Why don't you vote for me though? <laughs> I have business ideas and like tax sort of schemes that I'm running. Um, <laughs> you sound just as crook as our previous two mayors. Yeah, schemes is not what I would call. Rather, just as much of a crook. Sorry for misspeaking. I am a mayor. I'm running for mayor. You kind of know what you're getting into when you vote for mayor. Wait, you're already a mayor? What are you the mayor of? I'm the mayor of some other town. I've proved myself. What's happening to them? Are you leaving them <laughs> high and dry? Yeah, I'm coming to the bigger and better things. How are Port these Ritchie. people going to trust you if you leave the towns that you're the mayor of? I'm a good mayor. <laughs> While I'm working, I'm really good. Um, <laughs> I'll set you up. I'll set you up for success for years to come, <laughs> Port Ritchie. So what will be the most memorable thing that happens in your tenure as mayor if you win? A new bridge. We're going to get a brand new bridge. To where? The best bridge in Port Ritchie. Since you know the geography as well, what is the, the bridge crossing? What body of water? It's going from Marcus Island to the mainland <laughs> of Port Ritchie, Florida. What is that body of water called, though? The Strait of Ritchie. <laughs> the Ritchie Strait. The Ritchie Strait. As it's known, we're going to bridge the Ritchie Strait, finally. <laughs> we're going to get to Marcus Island and build some resorts on Marcus Island. That's my platform. That's pretty great, people of Port Ritchie. And hey, bridges are great. I'm not going to argue that. But let's just ask Candidate Bogart one question. Yeah. How do you spell Port Ritchie? P-O-R-T space. <laughs> Seven letters coming up, I think. Okay. R-I-T-C-H-I-E. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're disqualified. Congratulations, Mayor John. Fuck! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mayor. How do you spell it? Show me which way to the obstruction money. <laughs> <laughs> I went to lunch at my parents' house this morning. Cool. Hi. Parents. Hi, parents. Hello. <laughs> uh, my mom wants to hang out with you, Mike. She's like, oh, I haven't seen Mike in so long. I What's know. I haven't seen... Yeah, forever. I think she thinks that you don't like her anymore. That's not true. I love her. Oh, that's nice. So anyway, I'm brokering the hangout. Do you want to hang out with my mom at some point? Yeah. What do you want... What should we do? I'm probably going to go to lunch there at, in the coming weeks again. Okay. So I figure you want to come eat lunch? Yeah, sure. All right, great. So we'll do that. Sweet. What, a, what about me? 
Right. So I've I've learned. Previously, I was talking to Mike about making plans on this podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, I I heard I heard you. I heard you, Josh. You felt left out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Loud and clear. So I'm just gonna mail you the leftover food this time, <laughs> dude. It's worth it. It's so good. That's the best I can do, to be totally honest. What kind of food? I don't know. It's going to be Mike's choice, probably. My mom really likes Mike. Oh, yeah. Mike? Pasta. Spaghetti. Oh, she's so good at spaghetti. Okay, spaghetti. I don't know how she does that. How can anyone be good it's at spaghetti? Crazy good spaghetti. She's so good at it. Yeah, it's wild. Spaghetti keeps pretty well. Yeah. If you can overnight it, this might be this might be good. Would you eat it if I didn't overnight it? How are you sending it? <laughs> However you want, but it won't be overnighted. Today? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can do two-day. We can do two-day. I think I could probably eat. You eat two-day spaghetti? Yeah. From the mail? From the mail. (laughs) Mail spaghetti. (laughs) And again, this is, I should call out, contingent on leftovers existing. Mike has been known to wolf all the spaghetti. Uh, I will, I mean, it's good spaghetti. I will eat all that spaghetti. (laughs) God damn it, Mike. (laughs) Me, damn it. (laughs) 